Wednesday morning, everybody. How is everybody doing? Good, good, good Wednesday morning. I know, I know, I know. Where in the hell have we been? Here we took a little bit of time off after December, almost a month. And then we came back and then, you know, we've been off almost almost a month now here. Life's been busy. Life has been super busy for me and it's not for my co-host. Kurt has asked me repeatedly a few times when we get a podcast, and I've had to cancel on him twice this past month, so it's um, it's been a very, very busy month of February, and here we are, uh, March 7th. Welcome to another edition of the Laundromat Listening Episodes. Uh, I have really absolutely no earthly idea what we are going to talk about today, but I mean, fuck, I never do any other time, so, um, let's jump into it. Um, how's everybody doing? It's a beautiful Wednesday morning, March 8th. It's cold. Got spoiled by all that weather, and it's cold now. And I'm fat. I don't like being cold anymore. But, uh, anyways, I, w- I want to get this out of the way just for, um, those of you listeners of the podcast who who are local, who follow us on Facebook, who who follow me personally on Facebook, who follow my Twitter at the Atkins Asylum, uh, part of this has been busy is because uh, I am now going to be moving. Um, you know, I I mean, I guess I'm past the point of any bit of privacy in my life because I'm always the idiot that puts everything out there. I surrendered my house and the bankruptcy, the life reset. That was what all the trust fall Jesus stuff was last year. Uh, the Reaper finally came calling. Uh, I got a notice. Uh, I went, I found out through my neighbor actually, uh, that my house was going up for sheriff sale. I found out from my neighbor because apparently one of her best friends is always looking for bargains. And my neighbor came and knocked on my door and asked if she could take pictures of my house for her friend. Because they wanted to put an offer at the sheriff's sale. And I'm like, yeah, that, that silence, that was my look on her face. And she's like, you had no idea. So I called the courthouse, talked to them. They told me to call the Dubois County Sheriff's Department. And I was like, hey, I was supposed to be notified three times before this went up. for." So they're like, well, we just got the paperwork in yesterday. We haven't had it to get you. I was like, listen, save me the embarrassment of the cops coming to my house. Because, you know, I still, you know. As I said, the, the night I, I had my su- my failed suicide attempt on February 4th, 2019, part of that day I'll, I I will never get back my memory. Part of it I do remember. I do vividly remember, you know, four or five squad cars being at my house and lights ablazing from Ferdin City Police and the Sheriff's Department and ISP. And I was like, just save me that experience. I know they're not going to come with lights on. I was like, I'm not going to duck you. I know. So I went to the Sheriff's Department to pick up the certified papers. The house is going up for sale on the 29th. 
Uh, I have to be out at the end of the day, 29th, which according to the sheriff's department basically means that, uh, 12.01 AM on Wednesday or on Thursday, March 30th, I, I can no longer be there. Even though I was always told I had 60 days after closing. That's what my lawyer told me. I contacted him. He's like, wow, he, he didn't even have an answer for me. But anyways, uh, I was freaking out. So I've spent a lot of this last month house hunting, you know, and, and, uh, through the grace of God and some good friends, I have found me a place. It's a three-bedroom place, which is what I needed since uh, Bentley's, you know, a year away from being a teenager. Bentley needs a little bit of privacy, and I could double-stack the girls in bunk beds. So um, I can move in on the 15th there, which gives me two weeks to get stuff out. So I've been in the process of uh, getting a storage unit to put some stuff in storage. I've been rounding up toys and old kids' clothes to make and donations to make trips to St. Vinny's. I've been making a list of what goes with me to the new place, what goes to storage, what gets left behind, what gets donated, because I'm not going to be able to take everything else. The new homeowners will probably be gifted with a few things, because um, I don't know what else to, you know, I, I'm not going to have room. I'm going into a uh, a very nice single-wide home. I'm coming from a double-wide with a basement over it. and you know, almost 5,000 square feet to, uh, this little bitty three bedroom trailer, which is in immaculate condition. Honest to goodness. It is. I, I really lucked out. Uh, I, I'm going to have a great landlord. There's a small, he's got a small rental community behind his property of about five or six people, uh, five or six families, a few single wide trailers and a two bedroom log cabin. And he's built, getting ready to build another log cabin. He's got a nice little rental community. Uh, a bunch of them have kids about the ages of my kids. So it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. It's a fresh start in life. And, uh, anyways, you know me, I, I, I put everything out there. I, apparently I have no privacy in my own life anymore because of my foolishness of putting my business out there. But that's a lot to do with why I've been, we haven't been on the mics much since the first or second week of February and, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I think it was the last time we did anything roundabouts there. That was Kurt's first episode back in a couple of months. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kurt and I are hopefully going to get together this weekend and, uh, put some, put some content out, which I'm super excited about. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but, uh, something that has been bothering me or not really bothering me. I was just thinking about is, uh, what went on with the Lakers last night and, uh, the retirement of Paul Gasol's number. And, I'm having a hard time with this. Um, I'm having a super hard time with this, but yet I've mentioned in, in previous episodes, I th- at least once or twice, that I, I was a Paul Gasol guy, and I sort of am, but uh, to have his number retired, I, I talked to one of my basketball guru friends this morning. We uh, shout out Adam Sweet, my old boss. We uh, we I texted him back and forth about it because he's a He's a basketball guru, and I was like, I'm having a hard time with this. Am I wrong for thinking this? And his opinion was no. I'm just wondering if Paul deserved to have his number retired for the Lakers. Uh, If memory serves me correct, and it could be wrong, Paul came over during around the trade deadline during the 2008 season, I want to say, because didn't the Lakers go to three straight NBA Finals, 08, 09, and 010? They lost in 08 to the Celtics. And then they won in 09 and 010. Am I, am I frozen? I, I want to say I'm right. I'm too lazy to Google. I mean, I have my work phone with me since I'm at the laundromat. I could pull it up on Google if I really wanted to. But 
Uh, I'm pretty sure, I know the Lakers won the title back to back in nine and 10, but what I'm questioning is, didn't, didn't they go to the NBA finals in 08? And if they did, I think Paul was part of that team. Paul was a great player. Um, when I think about, when I think about this version of the Lakers and, and the things that was going on, I, I go back to, I go back to the 2012, 2013 season, which, which honestly for me was one of my favorite NBA seasons ever, just because I'm telling you right now, that NBA finals in 13 between the Spurs and the Heat was great. The, the Eastern Conference finals between the Heat and the Pacers was fucking phenomenal. But, uh, the 2012, 2013 season, man, I tell you what, you know, I was back working at the foundry, 12 hour shifts, getting off at five, six o'clock in the morning and straight out to the truck, ESPN radio, Mike and Mike in the morning. And it seemed like every morning it was something about, it was something about the, I don't know what you call it, the dropping the ball for the Lakers, the mismanagement for the Lakers. Uh, God, how many coaches did they go through that season? Uh, who, who's the coach to start the season? Mike Brown? So Mike, because Mike, Mike D'Antoni ended up as the coach at the end, at, you know, after a few games. And on paper, in my mind, <coughs> on paper, that Lakers team should have done more. I, and I could not even begin to tell you what the entire roster was then, but I can remember the, I can remember the big four. I'd call it a big four. You had Nash, you had Kobe, you had Gasol, and you had I, I'm going to call him forever the troublemaker. One of the most, to me, he's overhyped. I mean, that's my opinion as a, uh, as a podcaster, as a quote unquote sports analyst, I guess, for when we do sports episodes. Dwight Howard should have never been in that system to begin with. It was, it was a money grab. It was, it was, it was the same Lakers thing. What do, what do, you know, I've used this analogy before all the time. The Yankees do Yankees things. The Lakers do Laker things. What are the Laker things? They they pay a lot of money to get true bigs. That's what they care about is true centers, true bigs. That's what they do. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But Paul Gasol and like I said, I'm I'm lazy, so I mean and I didn't I don't know where I'm going with this. I didn't do any show prep. This is just a laundry mat listening episode. But um <clears throat> I don't know what Gasol's career numbers look like. Obviously, he's got his rings, but is he worthy of having his jersey up there retired? And they put him right. But I, what I did love is whether he's worthy or not, I did love the fact that it's right beside Kobe. And small sidebar, uh, back when we still had Kobe, rest in peace, Kobe, back when we still had Kobe, uh, you know, some of these uh, sports sites on social media would ask, you know, we all know Kobe's number is going to get retired. What number should should it be? Should it be number eight, number 24? Uh, and I was one of the people, because uh, back then it was, it was kind of a split thing, but there was uh, at least half the population that thought they should retire both numbers. And I was one of those people. I was like, for, for what he did and wearing both sets of numbers, eight, 24, you got to retire both. 
so I, I, I did like the fact that if they're going to retire, they put it beside Kobe Bryant. Like, I can't think of anything better. Like, I just, I just love that. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm asking you the listeners and I don't know why I do that because we don't get a lot of whole, we don't get a whole lot of feedback. We get listens, we get downloads. And ever since, uh, after two beers podcast gave us the rub starting last late spring into early summer. And then especially when we went to Richmond and did the collaboration in September, uh, ever since then, our numbers have, you know, we're hitting over a hundred downloads a month. Uh, you know, uh, October, we had the most downloads in history. October, November, we hit 300, almost 330 downloads for the month. But anyways, the, the point being is that we don't, we don't get a lot of feedback. Sometimes we do. And I certainly appreciate that. You can give us feedback on my personal Facebook, on my personal Twitter, uh, or on our Facebook or Twitter, you know, Jared Atkins on Facebook at the Atkins Asylum on Twitter. Uh, Steel Toes and Scoreboards is on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, but I'm putting this out here because I actually want feedback. If maybe I'll get any, if I can get one person to give me their opinion, that'd be great. But so, so I'm, do you think that Paul Gasol deserved to have his number retired and hung in the rafters of the beautiful Staples Center next to Kobe Bryant? I'm not saying Paul wasn't a great player. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I was a Paul Gasol guy. I really liked his brother Mark too. Uh, I was a Paul Gasol guy, but did what he bring to the table merit his jersey being retired? I mean, it's just, it's, it's something to think about, you know, and, and circling back to what I said a few minutes ago about that 2012, 2013 team, uh, you got to think. And during the 2012-2013 NBA season, I was 25 years old. You know, the season started in October, November 2012. I had turned 25 in August 2012. So I was 25 years old. Um, I hadn't met my ex-wife yet. So there's no babies. There's no marriage. There's no mortgage. There's no nothing. Uh, working 12-hour days. Clearing a grand a week. Uh... Drinking on the weekends, drinking on my nights off, watching basketball with my best friend. That's all we do. Watch NBA games, watch college basketball games, watch football. Any night I was off, I was at his house because during that time of year, there was always an NBA game on. There was always a college basketball game on, whatever. And, God, if you remember, Kobe was Kobe was so bad there for a few years. I, sh- I shouldn't say bad about Kobe because I love Kobe. I know a lot of people think Kobe's overhyped. Kobe's in my top five. Actually, Kobe's on my Mount Rushmore. I think I would. I think I would go so far as to put Kobe on Mount Rushmore. Where at I put him? Do I do the whole cheater thing where I put him on there and then I I give a fifth guy that the guy that you carve the mountain out of because I'm always a cheater. I don't. Know. Who knows? But you know, Kobe got hurt. He had the Achilles injury and. This and that and this and that. But I go back and I think, and man, if that 2012-2013 team could have pulled their shit together, man, if if they would have clicked on every cylinder. So you got Nash at point guard. Okay. You've got Kobe at small, at, uh, at two guard, maybe positioned to a, to a small forward at times. 
you got Paul, who could play three, four, or the five, and then you got you leave Dwight in as a true five. Maybe put him in at four, just depending. If if Mike D'Antoni, if Mike D'Antoni had been there for the start of that season, and again, don't guys, twenty twelve was eleven years ago. Uh, my memory might not, my memory's not as good as it used to be, but I believe is Mike Brown or somebody had started that season as a coach and it got fired. But you, you talk about missed opportunities in sports, and you talk about. You know, t- you know, you remember the NFL Network used to air America's Game. That was like one of my all-time favorite shows. It's still my one of my all-time favorite shows. Where they chronicle Super Bowl winners. Well, they did so. They did brief versions of that for special teams called the Missing Rings, the teams that would either lose in the Super Bowl, and I think once or twice they did teams that made it to the postseason but didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Just teams that could have been something great. That would have been a missing ring team. If D'Antoni could have been there the whole start of the season, Dwight Howard's ego wouldn't have been what it was. And and I guarantee I'm not wrong about that. You go back and you look up articles and you get your Google machine, I guarantee you're going to find stuff about Dwight Howard's attitude, his lack of focus, his lack of drive. He was literally, for a while, in my opinion, the epitome of a guy who did not give a fuck about his job, who did not care, and... I don't know. That could have been a, it. Could have been a killer team, but anyways, it's it's not about that. It's about Paul Gasol. I'm a Paul Gasol guy, not a super Paul Gasol guy, but he was serviceable. I like him. I just don't think, in my opinion, yes, he helped bring a couple rings to the Lakers. And uh, as I have came out of the closet, I'm still love the Pacers. Always love the Pacers, but I have come out of the closet. I am a Lakers fan. Kurt busted me on it about a year or two ago, and I finally fucked, you know, manned up, nutted up, admitted. I'm a Lakers guy. When I think about what that is, I don't know if his jersey belongs in the rafters. But I digress. What do you think? Somebody at me. Somebody at me and tell me, be like, you're fucking stupid, you're wrong, or hey, man, you're on the money there. Man, that's a tough call. I don't know. Somebody at me, bro. Well, sorry about that. I just uh, paused the recording for a minute. I just received a text message from my co-host. He would like to do a mini episode tonight, which minis are usually our weeknight chronicles, unless we got something pressing that we can bang out in an hour, like a true crime or something. So it looks like I got to put some notes together this afternoon to put together a Weeknight Chronicles episode. And I gave him the option. I said, pick us a topic for this weekend. And he said, uh, I don't know. He said, a lot of things going on in the world, Hattie old girl. You damn right, puss. You damn right. The other thing that's on my mind, and I, I don't know, I might, I, I probably want to save this for the Weeknight Chronicles episode tonight, but... uh. You know, I love callbacks, and the the few people that actually do give us positive feedback all the time loves when we do callbacks, and there's more to this uh, Mississippi welfare fraud case and everything. And uh, if you remember, when I first started breaking the story, listen to me, when I broke the story, when I, when I broke 
the story to the Steel Toes and Scoreboards universe. The story had already been broken to the world, but uh, I, if you remember, I told you it was not only Brett Favre and other people, but uh, professional wrestling was tied to this. In particular, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and two of his children. Uh, I don't have all the details. I just seen it. I just seen it come across the ticker tape. Uh, the uh, whatever. Uh, I believe uh, Brett. The one who was not as successful as Ted DiBiase Jr. in the business. But uh, Brett has pleaded guilty to fraud in, in this. Uh, of course, as you know, to the best of my knowledge, even though I haven't been really gouging ESPN or anything as of late. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, uh, Favre has still not pled guilty to anything. Favre has, uh, oh God, Favre suing Pat McAfee too. Uh, and Pat's being a dick about it. And God, I love Pat McAfee, and I miss Pat McAfee. <gasps> Uh-oh, dryer time. We will be right back, folks. All right, I'm back from the dryer. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, this Mississippi welfare thing. But, I, yeah, and then I was talking about Pat McAfee and uh, everything. So McAfee's being sued by Favre. Which, um, part of me thinks that's hilarious. A little bit, I guess. Uh, and I love McAfee. Obviously, you know, he did the stuff with WWE, but also, uh, you know, he was our punter. Like, he was a bright spot there, just as a special, just as a special teams player. He was a bright spot. The humor and... The ability to say whatever he wants when we had some bad years as, as Colts fans. I'll never forget when Hunter Smith was gone. And then after Hunter Smith was gone, it was Pat McAfee that took over, if I'm not mistaken. McAfee replaced Hunter Smith as the punter. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so I'll try to find... Uh, um, Sorry, everybody. My phone is... uh. That is a uh, Hattie old girl again. Uh, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna take a temporary timeout, and we will be right back. I apologize. Okay, sorry about that. Phone was going off, losing train of thought. It was it was uh, in relation to my other podcast. Uh, for those of you that don't know or don't remember, I'm, I'm now running two podcasts. I have this one, and then I have that other Masonic podcast. That's the name of it. Available on all the same channels you find us on. It's just with a brother in my lodge, and uh, we just, it's just Freemasonry podcast. It's a, it's a night and day difference from Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Uh, I'm still the same me. I'm still the same person. Uh I just keep a little bit more of a civil tongue on the other one. Or here, it's more uh, no rule zone. But uh, for those of you interested, especially those that follow my Facebook and see me talking about Freemasonry all the time, uh, go ahead and check that one out if you want to. We've got about 16 or 17 episodes out so far. We we just launched in January. Uh, well, I'll take that back. Uh, sidebar for a minute. We I launched that show in November. We recorded episodes in September. We was going to try to record a few more. We weren't getting anywhere. At the time, so I just launched in November, and uh, me and Todd now have uh, brother Todd. Uh, we now have uh, we're up to almost fifteen hundred downloads in uh, you know four or five 
months, six months, whatever. Uh, whereas, you know, we're just under 2,500 here on Seal Toes and Scoreboards in almost two years. Um, and that's obviously more people care about the content on there than they do here, but I'm pretty proud of this. I mean, I built this podcast listen by listen, download by download, uh, no, all to you guys. And, and to illustrate what I'm talking about, about that, all thanks to you guys is in the month of February here again, we almost, we took almost an entire month off again, uh, here in the month of February, we put out two episodes, two or three episodes a month of February. That is it. Two or three episodes in the month of February. Those two episodes combined for maybe, I'm not looking at the analytics, two or three episodes in the month of February. Sorry, I keep repeating myself. Uh, and those two or three episodes in the month of February combined for maybe 50 downloads, maybe. And we hit 176 downloads for the month of February, which means you guys uh, were checking out old content and we had new content. We had one day last month where we had uh, almost 60 downloads uh, and it looked like it was coming from several different sources. So we had some people, I'm, I'm assuming, word of mouth about the show and we had a massive catalog purge. But uh, we only put out two or three episodes and, you know, 50-something downloads. And then off the strength of what we built before, you guys came in and pulled in another 126 downloads for us, which with without putting out new content. And again, I want to I want to thank you for that. Uh, so, and I also want to give a shout out to our good friends over at After Two Beers Podcast. They have been rolling out bangers after bangers after bangers. Uh, Ponder, uh, Dutch, Gibbler, AJ, Kevin. If you guys hear this, uh, I love you guys. Uh, we're about due for one of our quarterly meetings, you know, as you guys wanted to keep in touch. Uh, I will be getting in touch with you about that. Kurt's ready. Kurt's like, when we driving back to Richmond? When we driving back to Richmond? That was about a four-hour drive up there to Richmond, Indiana. It was a fun time. I hate 465. I hate Indianapolis. I know 465 is supposed to be this grandiose thing. It, you know, it just circles you around the whole city. I still hate it. I've never... I think the traffic on 65 going through Montgomery, Alabama... On 4th of July weekend this past year, even though I was only riding shotgun, I wasn't driving. I think that traffic was better than the shit I see on 465 in Indianapolis. That scares the bejesus out of me. And how you people that, you know, that are listening up there, how you guys manage that every day like it's nothing. My hat's to you. I get in the le- I get in the right lane and I run 70 mile an hour and people push me down the road and I ain't going any faster because it's just, it's nuts. And I also want to give a shout out to our new friends, the Taking It Too Far podcast. And believe me, if you're a degenerate like I am sometimes, that is a very not safe for work, not safe for your children to be around when you're listening to a podcast. But it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Check out Taking It Too Far podcast. They've been putting out bangers as well. I just finished their episode that was released this morning. Uh, Talking about eight hour work shifts and... uh, the generation behind us, for those of you that are in my age range, you know, 30 to 35, which I'm 35, I'll be 36 this summer. Uh, the, t- <laughs> the Taking It Too Far podcast is uh, 
really poking hard at the generation behind me, and it's 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 honestly a little bit hilarious. Uh, and their their humorous takes, um, them guys have uh, agreed to do a collaboration with us here at Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Um, I haven't ironed out all the details yet as far as setting a date. They've offered for me to come up there. I'm assuming maybe to record with them, but me being prep time all the time, I shouldn't say all the time, me being prep time guy most of the time, I'll probably take my equipment with me. takes me 15 minutes to set up all the equipment. I mean, they got a nice little setup they're going. I'm assuming they record out of Brandon and Laura's house, and uh, Adam just drives over there. It looks like It looks like a living room. I don't think it's a studio, but... Anyways, I'm rambling. Uh, I mainly just wanted to get on here and be like, hey, sorry, I've been kind of dicking out on you guys the last month, but I've had a lot of shit going work-related. This, uh, the Reaper called on the house, uh, 29th. Be out no later than midnight, 12.01 on Thursday morning, March 30th. So, and it was crunch time and it was two, two and a half weeks of hell. I was up. Till 4 a.m., I was sleeping an hour or two a night, if I was sleeping at all, trying to find places all within my budget. I wanted to stay in somewhere, and I wanted to stay somewhere in a big circle, somewhere around Dubois, Perry, Crawford, Spencer, uh, Pike County area, somewhere within an hour at home. Things weren't finding my budget. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of nice two-bedroom places out there. I found two bedrooms. Uh, it would work if it had to, but I really wanted that third bedroom just because Bentley is going to be almost 13 Bentley will be 13 next year. Bentley needs a little bit of privacy now. He's getting to be about that age and just, uh, I mean, I I would like him to have privacy, you know what I mean? And I could double stack the girls in bunk beds in another room. So if I had to find two bedrooms, I would have found a way to make it work. But uh, I was really holding out for three and I prayed on it. I prayed on it. I manifested. And again, through the grace of God and some very good friends of mine, it's like, hey, Here's a lead we found. You better jump on it. I jumped on it within 30 minutes of it being posted online. Went and talked to the guy. And uh, I told him I was dead serious. He said, I've got some tenants that are moving out uh, here in a few weeks. I, I came up three days later, gave him the money. It's like, here you go. Here's first and last security deposit. Let's roll. So March 15th, I can officially start moving stuff in. And uh, which I'm glad about that too. That two weeks to, to finalize the moving of things. Mm-hmm which makes me uh, very, very more relaxed, you know, and, and happy and everything like that. Um, and then I guess that's really all I got. I just, you know, laundry, hey, there's no, there's never a format for laundromat listenings. Uh, it's just whatever's off the top of my brain, and it's just my way of always what I call clearing out the noise in my head. Things I've been thinking on. Other than that, there ain't really much going on with me. I've been... Uh, I've been binging the shit out of Law & Order SVU. Other than that, that's about it. Uh, God, I love that show. I never watched a single episode back in the day. And I haven't watched a new one now. Uh, I do know at some point Stabler leaves the show. So whenever I get to that, it's going to happen. I'm I'm uh, just started on season five, I think. Uh, so... Do that for a couple hours a night, and then you'll go to bed. And, um, yeah. So I, I won't keep you guys anymore. This is just a brief little episode. Uh, 
Gotta get, gotta get that content back. Gotta, gotta put some March numbers out there. March was a good month to us last year. Uh, at the time, at this time last year in March, we had been out for 10 months. In March 2022, our podcast had been active 10 months. And March 2022 was our second or third best month ever for downloads. Uh, we had a hell of a March last year. I want to see if we can you know, do that again. Obviously, those numbers aren't correct now. I mean, because we're coming off, you know, ever since all, ever since July of last year, we're coming off numbers. We haven't hit under 100 downloads. I think 107 is is the lowest we've went since July of last year, which 107 downloads for July last year was our previous all-time high set in June 2021, a month after the podcast launched. And we never seen those numbers again until uh, July of this past summer. And ever since then, it's, you know, 100-something here, 100-something there, 200-something, 100-something there, 300-something, 100-something there. And uh, I just can't... Go over the idea of that of the month of February, the shortest month of the year, we only put out two or three episodes. We get about 50 downloads off of that. And then new people check out the podcast or some of you old listeners go back and recycle through old shit. And we managed to put out 176 downloads for the month. That's pretty impressive. Again, I, I know I repeat myself a shit ton, but it's just, I think it's more me realizing like, holy crap, we're on to something here. Uh, so, and you know, the other podcast taking off and I am at some point this year, Hell or high water, sometime in 2023, I'm going to launch a third podcast. And it's either going to be a pro wrestling podcast or it's going to be a true crime podcast, which uh, I think true crime podcasts are probably the biggest podcast uh, genres in the world. Uh, I won't, obviously, I won't ever hit standout numbers like Morbid or Small Town Murder or Shut Up and Give Me you know, murder, or my favorite murder, and all these murder, murder, murder podcasts, but uh, it'll be something, I'm just in a creative mode, I want to get something out there, probably going to be wrestling, as I've said in numerous episodes, the whole reason I started podcasting was because I wanted to do a pro wrestling podcast, and yet here we are almost two years into this, and it is still yet to happen, what the fuck am I doing, but uh, alright guys, that's it for now, um, you know, uh, God forbid some unseen change happens tonight where we can't make it. Uh, Kurt and I are scheduled to do a mini episode tonight, so look for that tomorrow. And uh, we're going to get together this weekend, me and Hattie O'Girl, me and O'Puss. And I have no idea what we're going to put out. I tell you what, I'm in the mood to do a Super Bowl recap. So far, we've done two Super Bowls. Obviously, we've done a lot of World Series and other sports things, but as far as Super Bowl recaps, so far we've only done two. I'm kind of in the mood. I don't know, it's just cold, dreary. The combine was the other day. Uh, this, you know, this is getting to be about my favorite time of year, I think, sports-wise. I've said that on plenty of Facebook posts because, call, you know, March Madness is, is coming. Uh, we're getting ready to hit soon-to-be postseason NHL, postseason uh, NBA. Um, the, the, you know, the scouting combine for the NFL is going on free agencies, you know, happening, you know, we're getting ready to get into, uh, the draft and, you know, all that stuff's coming. And, and then of course, you know, uh, you know, Augusta's around the corner, you know, his golf's gearing back up, 
baseball, that's the big one. Baseball will be coming back. You get into that March, April, May, June sort of time frame, that's the best time of year for sports. So, super looking forward to that. Uh, but anyways, I've taken up 35 minutes of your time, 36 minutes, whatever. Uh, I appreciate the support, guys. I really, really do. Uh, again, you know, like us on Facebook and Twitter, Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Search for us. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at the Atkins Asylum. Uh, thank you guys for allowing me to annoy the shit out of you every time I get on here without Kurt. And I just clear my head at the laundromat. So, uh, for the absent Kurt Kelly, I am the one and only fat man, Jared Atkins. This has been a laundromat listening episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, a great rest of the week, and we will catch you next time.